getting the latest on what's happening in the Middle East, um, the ground offensive that we've been talking about for a long, long time uh, has started, but hasn't. St- I, I'm not sure exactly where we are, but that's the expectation, right? Um, is Israel forces will be moving into Gaza and then into the tunnels of Gaza, and that's part of the situation that you know we're waiting to see how that's going to go it sounds just awful it really does and there's been a lot of reporting about the network of tunnels that runs beneath gaza it's built over the years by hamas um by some estimates we've spoken with guests last week as recently as last week saying that you know there's hundreds of miles of these tunnels underneath gaza uh complete with medical facilities living quarters uh military command centers some of them have railway tracks you know for moving weaponry and all, all the rest so how much of this do we know for certain though that, that's part of the question. And how can we find out with some certainty what's going on? We're going to speak now with Dr. Jamie Pringle, who is an expert in forensic geoscience at Keele University. Uh, Dr. Pringle, thank you for being here. I appreciate your time. Uh, no problem. So we've certainly heard a lot about these tunnels. And, um, you know, the Israeli Defense Forces actually released some video of some tunnels near a hospital just yesterday, in fact. Um, but... How much do we know for certain, I guess, is the question. Do we have any sort of certainty as to what these tunnels are and what they might consist of? No, we we don't. And that's, it's very difficult to actually try and find them without obviously physically excavating, which seems to be happening at the minute. But we, as you say, we don't have firm information. Yeah. So short of actually getting on the ground and going into the tunnels, there are things that can be done beforehand. And I'm sure a lot of them were already done by uh, Israel and the United States. But... What what can what kind of technology can be deployed to try and figure out where these tunnels might be before you even get there? Yeah, so there's lots of different techniques that are used to try and find buried items, voids, tunnels in, in all sorts of areas. Um, remote sensing is one where you're looking at analysing satellite information, trying to see to differences in disturbed ground, which would be obviously difficult in this position. Um, or there may be other sort of other techniques that are more sensitive to look for, for buried tunnels but obviously the deeper they are they are harder they are to find um so what do we have we have like you say there's there's satellite data there's aerial data these sorts of things where you eye in the sky if you will right yeah exactly and of course the closer to the ground you get the more detail you yeah. could have so there's there's lots of platforms from aircraft um uavs that sort of things drones i'm sure will be analyzing that data as well what about the geology like what do we know about the the, the terrain there would it be easy to build a network of tunnels in this region yeah, I mean, it depends. You look at the the modern sort of rift system around there, it's relatively soft. It's all Cretaceous, recent recent geology, uh, which is relatively easy to bore. But obviously that's a lot of effort and, of course, a lot of material to remove. And it seems to be some of those tunnels are reinforced with concrete, right, as well. So it's possible. I mean, it could be done. It just it, it, it would be a lot to do. Yeah, exactly. I and mean, with time and limitless resources, you can you can do lots, obviously. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, so we've got we've got that kind of you know uh, above ground view. But once you're on the ground, and maybe not into the tunnels, like you talk about in the in the recent piece that you wrote in the conversation, there are other things we can do. And we we've heard a lot about ground penetrating radar in Canada um, over the last couple of years. That can be deployed to sort of find some anomalies too, right? Yeah, but that's going to be depth limited, um, yeah. maybe 10 metres, maybe a bit more. So it's, it's very good, as, you, as you've probably seen in your own country. There's lots of applications for that. But there are other techniques as well. Yeah, like tell me about microgravity. I, the, 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 the first time I heard of it was reading um, the article that you wrote. What is microgravity? 
Yeah, so that's not depth limited, so you can detect really deep objects, but they need to be relatively big. So you're measuring tiny differences in gravity, so where there's, and more usually in this case, it's where there's missing mass or voids or tunnels or underground networks. So you're trying to find out it's a little less dense here because there's no, there's nothing in there. There's like a an airspace, and assuming you've, it's not too deep and you've got a good uh, data collection um, strategy, you can you might be able to work out where they are. Is that a difficult process? How do you go about doing that? Yeah, it's quite sensitive. So modern instruments, um, it's like a box. Uh, you've got to sit exactly vertically on the ground, a little quartz spring in it, um, trying to keep it in a vacuum, and you're, it's super sensitive. So you can do field surveys, but that will take weeks, which probably isn't going to be likely in this case. It's very affected by vibrations, which you know is going to be difficult in an active uh, conflict zone. And then you mentioned um, you can use audio. You can go back and just listen, yeah. right? And that might be a good way to figure out what's happening. Yeah, so that's used as far back as World War One under the Western Front. They use those sort of audio signals and multiple ones to w- try and pinpoint the source. If you've got three different ones uh, laid out, you can try and work out where the, the sound's coming from. But 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 like you say, and and you mentioned earlier, regardless, all this technology that we can deploy and all these sort of ways that we can try and figure out what's going on, ultimately it comes down to people need to go into these tunnels to know exactly what we're dealing with. It's the only way, ultimately, to be get absolute conclusive evidence of what's happening and to know for sure is to be there right yeah exactly and that'll take time and effort um boring you know tunnels you imagine the invasive stuff you've probably seen photos of so that's it's slow but that's the way to to verify the um if what's there or not yeah uh, what a process that's going to be a doctor thank you so much for being here today i do appreciate your time